Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast, Both Sides. Today we will be discussing how capitalism exploits the working class. So, I'm going to define a couple terms. When I say capitalists, I mean the capitalists as a class, the people who own the big banks, the CEOs. And when I say the 1%, I don't mean like the actual 1%, I mean the capitalists as a class. But if I do actually mean the 1%, as in like the top households of America, like based on their income, I will be um, differentiating and I'll be like, I'm using 1% literally, because I'm only going to use that when I'm giving out statistics. Also, um, when I say people who support capitalism, that's exactly what I mean. I'm not going to use the term capitalists for that because I don't want to cause confusion. So let me give you an overview of what capitalism is known for doing and how it achieves that. And then I will go over the rest of the reasons capitalism exploits the working class and go in depth on those. Okay, so capitalism has been known for establishing power in the hands of a minority capitalist class that exists through the exploitation of a working class majority, for prioritizing profit and benefits for the minority capitalist class over social good, natural resources, and the environment and for being an engine of inequality and economic instability. So basically that means that this small group of the wealthy elite control our economy because they exploit the working class. And when they exploit the working class, they get all of the money and power and resources unfairly. And they put their interests above the general needs of the public. So when I say capitalism is bad, that's what I mean. Okay, so we're going to move on to the actual ways this happens, how capitalism exploits the working and lower classes. So there are three main ways. Capitalist interests, profit incentive, and concentrated wealth. So I want to make this very clear. Capitalists as a class, their interests do not align with the working and middle and lower classes. Their interests are not the same as ours. So Their interests revolve around material wealth and how much profit a person can produce for them. So basically, that means we're all walking commodities to business people. How much I can make them, how much money I can make them, how much I can produce for them by them giving me as little as they can get away with. So this already goes to show how selfish of an economy this is. It's not very moral whatsoever. Um, So I'm going to give you guys some statistics and examples of like how this actually happens because I'm making claims and I'm not backing them up. So let me do that. So I'm about to say the 1%. And when I say the 1%, I mean the actual 1%. So OECD statistics show that the top 1% in the United States holds 42.5% of national wealth. So as (laughs) as this statement portrays, there's so much money going into this small group of the wealthy elite this very small group they're controlling the economy so let me give you an example of how this is very dangerous and how currently it's ruining our economy and will forever inherently do so which is why we need change okay so they're here for profits they're in business to make profits 
when and I'm gonna go into workers rights in a later episode but right here I'm just gonna be using workers rights as a specific example of where this happened so when they're unable to meet the demand for whatever they produce, they hire more workers so they can increase output. When they cannot find buyers for their products or services, they cut back and lay off workers. When they hire and when they fire people, it depends on supply and demand, which we all know fluctuates often. So when additional jobs are needed for higher output, those who apply and are accepted are paid lower than if they were working consistently. So these people, when they get hired, they don't have the power the people working inconsistently, they don't have the power to say something about it because they're on and off. They could get fired immediately and which and they're obviously desperate for money. So they could get fired immediately. And these capitalists are getting away with paying them as little as they can. It's exploitation. It's just it is. And there's no disputing it they're working inconsistently and they're and they're completely controlled by the capitalists who are employing them these employees they can't do anything about it so this means that the restrictions for hiring that have been taken off private companies now leave room for discrimination undervalued salaries and job marketing exploitation because of these benefits to the capitalists they favor policies that prevent unemployment from falling too low like i said before capitalists don't care about you. They literally don't care about the working class. They're here to exploit us. So because of these benefits of the capitalists, they favor policies that lowers the unemployment, that raises the unemployment rate. So if overall unemployment falls below about 5%, business oriented economic economists support policies to slow the economy and create more unemployment. They are very open about the reason. If unemployment falls, workers are in a better position to demand higher wages and benefits. So if there are more workers, they have more power. If there are more workers in higher paying jobs, they have more power to say, hey, this isn't fair. And they literally say this, capitalists as a class, they literally are very open about the reason. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so this can reduce corporate profit profits obviously the capitalist class is successfully resisting any government policies that would create jobs this reflects the typical business view and we're in a very business driven society by the way i'm going to mention <clears throat> how unemployment it's like a myth that capitalism creates like lowers unemployment rates um i think i've already proved it a little bit but i'm going to go into it later um so yeah so this reflects the typical business view in a very business-driven society. So in capitalist economic systems, the state does not directly provide jobs, which as a democratic socialist, I'm not, we're not, we don't support planned economies, but we wanna be able to put more restrictions on the free market so we can actually help workers get rights. Like I said, I'll go into that later in a later episode. So therefore in times of recession, unemployment and capitalist economic systems, unemployment and capitalist economic systems can rise to very high levels. So I think that's proof enough that capitalism is here to exploit us. Email me if you have any questions about that. And let's move on to the next. 
Okay, so the next topic is profit incentive. This basically means capitalists advancing their interests rather than protecting the needs of the working class and putting those interests above the good of the majority. So they advance their own interests instead of like worrying about the working class needs. So I go into that, right? I'm gonna go into that right here. So um, a profit ma maximizing capitalist firm is likely to ignore negative side effects such as pollution from production and this can harm living standards. There are many other different examples, but this is just one. It's like a domino effect. It literally affects everyone. Also, with capitalism, America progresses economically and socially more slowly. Additionally, prices are determined by market forces. So that basically means that firms with monopoly power are able to exploit their position and charge much higher prices. So these private companies are financed by market forces, like I said, and this allows for unfairly increased market values on goods that exploit working class needs. So they're out there to make profits. They're not there to help the working class afford what they need to survive. So I'm going to go into that a little more. So often a competitive, a competitive marketplace. Also, and if you haven't heard this before, capitalists, people who support capitalism love to say it creates competition. I'm going to go into competition in a later episode, but often a competitive marketplace encourages companies to do everything in their power to maximize profits. This is where it becomes dangerous because it pushes firms to solely focus on making profits and disregard the needs of the working class. Like I said, companies seek to achieve monopolies, sole control of a good or service, wherein prices are set by the company rather than market demands. Wages are set as low as laborers will tolerate. Steps to ensure consumer protection, such as safety and quality, should be taken only insofar as they attract a customer base. So the regulations required will leave less room for discrimination and fair treatment to employees in the workplace. Capitalism is often criticized as an immoral system since it prizes the self above, above others and benefits producers rather than consumers. Therefore, America's capitalist society does not is not successful in creating equality. So if you didn't understand what I just talked about right there, it basically means that since the way capitalism is run, these private businesses are allowed to raise prices and charge a ridiculous amount for things that, that the working class needs that should definitely not be that high. So now in this competitive marketplace, these firms are like pushing each other to raise the prices higher and higher and lower and lower, like who can get most people to buy their goods. But with that comes crazy prices that, and they're basically only worrying about their class. They're, this is a class struggle for um, the lower class. They literally can't, get their stuff because they're they're in a like class war these capitalists are constantly in this like war trying to maximize profits but they use us as like we get caught in the crossfire basically and they put their needs and wants and interests above their wants and need their wants and interests above our working class needs okay so that's what I wanted to say about profit incentive, because if you're only there to make profits, literally they they only solely focus on that. So then they, since they're so driven to make 
only profits and not worry about anything else, they disregard so many things which affects everyone else but them because they have the power to not be affected by a bunch of these things. So moving on, the third way capitalism exploits the working class is concentrated wealth. So concentrated wealth gives power to a small group of the wealthy elite, allowing them to control our economy and sway the positions of our society and government. So like this statistic I mentioned before, the top 1% in the U.S. holds 42.5% of national wealth, which gives them so much money that they have the means to control literally everything because they run the free market. They determine the prices of the goods we pay for. And there's they own so much of the wealth we need. We we need to survive that they literally control our lives they they affect what like everyone in society wants like teslas everyone literally wants teslas because they're cool and they're expensive and they're allowed to sway things like that in our society about like our wants and literally the market they it determines what people in our society want and what they think they need also they have enough money to control our government i'm gonna go well to sway our government and influence decisions they could only influence if they have money so i'm gonna go into that real quick in the tcja the tax cuts and jobs act um which um i'm gonna i'm gonna go more in depth into that actual act and what it did for unemployment like i said later like in a different episode but i'm going to talk about what it did to our national debt and how that affects all of us and how people can get out of paying what they should be they should pay so basically um the tcja that trump signed on december 22nd 2017 lowered the maximum corporate tax rate from 35 percent to 21 percent this obviously benefits large companies, lowering their taxes and raising the standard deduction. If you didn't know what the standard deduction was, it's basically the portion of income that that's like not subject to tax that can be used to reduce your tax bill. So Trump basically made it easier for people, for rich people to get out of paying their t- like paying as many taxes as they should. So. It basically means that working class America receives larger bills to pay for the public services they use. Okay, so the act will add $1 trillion to the debt, the national debt over the 10 years it's in effect. This literally affects everyone. But now the working class pays almost as much as the top 1% in this aspect of our taxes. Um, It reduces the amount of tax revenue afforded on governmental services that largely benefit the working class citizens of America, which instead is now using to pay the largest interest on the national debt. Over time, this will call people to pay a higher price for goods, resulting in inflation. So is this really worth it, taking off these restrictions on businesses just so that the working class can pay for it and they're allowed to get away with this? I think the most outrageous thing about this was raising the standard deduction, that they can take a larger portion of their taxes away. So it's something that only this class, only the capitalist class can afford to pay. Um, But it also allows them to get away with them paying not nearly as much as they should. 
compared to the working class. It's like the ratio between like our income and our salaries and everything, they're paying way less than they should compared to their salary. So like I said, when I say we pay almost as much as the top 1%, like I said, they control, they have 42.5% um, of national wealth. So in ratio, that's literally insane that we're paying almost as much as them on this aspect. So I just wanted to personally thank President Trump for doing this because it really helped us losers who aren't the wealthy elite. So thank you very much. Okay, sorry, I'm a very sarcastic person, but this concludes today's episode. I hoped you learned something and I changed your mind. Make sure to email me if you have any questions, problems, um, comments. Also, if you want me to discuss something else, make sure to email me. Um, I said this in the first episode, I think, but it's on my email is on the dashboard. You just have to scroll down a bit and you'll find my email. So feel free to contact me. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And yeah, have an awesome week. Okay, thank you guys.